Cowboy Podcast, where we are champions of the common man. I'm your host, Buster Caballero. Thanks for tuning in. We sit down with certified good old boys and discuss how they're doing life, how they're getting by, their tips, their tricks, and getting down to the how to live life right by good old boy standards. So, sit back, relax, fix your cocktail, and let's get to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Good Old Boy Podcast. I'm your host, Buster Caballero, once again, and welcome back where we are champions of the common man. Now, my good old boys, this one's going to be a little special. This is just going to be me solo by myself, going to talk about something I'm kind of passionate about, something that I have been doing for years and years and years and years, and I have perfected this craft by my own standards and by the other people who have been witness to this operation, and I've always been... I've been critical about this. I don't have many things in my life that I will call out or be passionate about, but this is one of them. And today we're going to go back to my Cajun roots and we're going to talk about boiling crawfish. If you're listening to this, Easter is coming up on Sunday and a lot of times for Easter Sunday, Good Friday, Holy Thursday, all those other holidays that fall in between, Good Saturday, Monday after, uh, as soon as Lent's done and you're whatever you gave up. Uh, you start getting back into crawfish bowls, fish fries, all that are a very big part of it, even shrimp bowls. So today we're going to talk about how do you boil crawfish? So let's just say you wanted to do it. And I've always had this for, hey man, I'm thinking about boiling some crawfish. What do I do? There is a whole process that goes into this. There's a lot of planning. There's a lot of things that you need to do to get this done right. And there's a lot of ways that you can just completely mess this up bad. And there are a few things that I've seen, and especially if you're going to get crawfish at some restaurant or something like that, I'm going to to break this all down and I'm going to get this off my chest because this is something that I'm very, very, very passionate about. Uh, I do this a lot. Uh, I will cook for 200 people at a time. I will cook for 30. I will cook for 10. I'll cook for myself, but it's a lot of work and it does take time and it's a good gathering. So I want to break down, how do you do a crawfish bowl? Well, first things first, you're going to need crawfish. You're going to need to buy the right amount for your, uh, for your engagement, for your social gathering, for your Saturday afternoon function. And the rule of thumb you always want to go by is three to five pounds per person coming. Now, if your people really like crawfish, go for the five. If your people are okay with it, go with the three. That's just my rule. So let's say you've got 30 people coming over. You want three pounds, you're going to get about 90 pounds of crawfish. That's that's about three sacks. When you're buying your crawfish, always find a very good place to buy them from and make a relationship with these people. For me, out here in League City, Texas... I buy my crawfish from Roses down in Kima, right across the bridge underneath. They've got all the little places around there. I've, I've, look, when I started here, I've been to them all over. I've been, uh, I've been to Texas City Dyke. I've been to Hillman's. I've been to all the other ones around here. I've even checked out HEB. But Roses is where I go, and that's where I buy all my seafood from. I love the people there, Sam and her family and all of them. They, 
they treat me right, and I buy everything from them. I always call them ahead of time and say, hey, I'm boiling crawfish on this day. This is how many I need. And they take care of me. And I walk in, I get my sacks of crawfish, and I'm out. Now, when you're doing this, there's several ways to buy crawfish. You can just get a sack, and it'll be a mix. A field run is what they call it. Or they just take crawfish and they dump it in. Now, what you may not get from this is the nice big crawfish that you usually might see on a commercial or something like that. You can order a field run where it's just a mixed bag. You'll get some little ones, you'll get some big ones, you'll get some in-betweeners, all that. Now, if you really want to, and depending on your prices. Now, here's the other thing about that. If you're doing the crawfish boil before Easter, your prices on crawfish will always be higher. Why is that? The good Catholic traditions that we have is that on Fridays you don't eat meat. You eat seafood. It's a big time for seafood during this, during the Lenten season. After Mardi Gras, Ash Wednesday, people usually have a crawfish boil. During the week, they have a crawfish boil. Uh, that's when your prices are usually a little higher. Also, depending on how the season's been, if, you've, if it's been really cold, the crawfish are going to be a little bigger. If it's been kind of warm, you'll have crawfish that are not as big. And it all depends. Now, when you're buying crawfish from these people, you could also get your jumbo mix. That's going to be your selects. That's going to be the real big ones. Now, on average, those will probably be $2 more a pound whenever you get it. I mean, I've seen crawfish for $0.99 cents a pound, $1.29. All depends on the uh, selection they're having. If you're around the Louisiana area, realize this. Your crawfish are going to probably come from a rice farm out in the Eunice, Jennings, areas like that. All along the lower coast. And that's that's a good thing. Uh, Iota, I got a good buddy I work with. Every time he goes back to Iota and we talk about how the crawfish were and the prices, they usually get those. If you know somebody that has a crawfish farm, you could probably get a little uh, discount that way. If not, just make sure you ask them, where are you getting your crawfish from? And they'll either say it comes in from Louisiana, show up a little early in the morning, and you can probably see the trucks coming in and verify that. You don't want to get these from somewhere else. And you never, ever, ever buy bagged Chinese crawfish. You don't know where that's coming from. Get them raw. Get them cooked. That's the thing that you need to do. So, find you a place. Order your crawfish how you want. Get you a mixed bag. Try it out once. Get you jumbos when you get a little better. If you, if you really know what you're doing boiling crawfish and you get the jumbos, it'll be a really good time. Uh, if you're just experimenting and having a good time, get you, get you the field run. So, so you get your crawfish. That's the big thing you need. Then you need everything else that goes with it. If you have never boiled crawfish before, you're going to need to go to, and I guess nowadays you go to Academy and you look for the crawfish boiling pot. And what you're going to look for is a rocket burner. I call them a rocket burner because it's just one jet. It's not multiple like a banjo burner for a fish fry. You want a single jet burner. And the reason is you've got a lot of water. You've got a very big tank that you need to fill halfway with water. And then what you need to do is get that water boiling hot, rolling, filled with all the flavor. So you need a big direct flame. Always make sure that you got water in your pot before you start lightning because if you got an empty pot and you put on that water let me tell you you're just going to ruin all you ruin everything so let's talk about your setup 
as I mentioned before, you need your pot, you need your burner. Then you're going to need propane. Now, I don't care how you do that, Hank Hill, but let me tell you this. My suggestion is go find the spot that refills your propane tank. That's a lot better than going to HEB or Walmart or any of these places with the blue rhinos and swapping the tank out. And let me tell you why. The amount of propane you're going to get from filling it up and the amount of money you're spending will be about this. You'll get more propane for filling it up as opposed to the just switching out the bottle. If you're in a hurry and, or they don't have a place around you, look, go swap it out. That's not a problem. But what you want to do is make sure that you're getting a right amount of propane. With that also, you're going to need serving trays. Now, if you got a table, put some, and you know you're coming up, save some newspapers or go to go to your grocery store and ask for old newspapers or Dollar General old newspapers and get those so you can put those down. They soak up everything real easily. Or if you want to go buy one of these tray tables they have at Academy, you can do that too. I don't care. However you want to serve it, that's your thing. Me, I've got about 40 red trays that I've picked up throughout my lifetime here and there that I like to do for mine because I like people to have the trays where they can come back and forth. I've done the table too. That's all right. You, however you want to serve it, just make sure you don't do it in the house though on the table because that'll just get juice everywhere. Uh, this is an outside thing. So uh, you're also going to want to get a paddle. Wood, metal, I don't care. Just get you a paddle because you need that to stir the crawfish to help uh, move it over here and there, whatever you got to do, get you a paddle. Make sure if, you're, if your pot has a handle on the lid, make sure that the paddle can fit in the lid so you can put it in there and pick it up because that, that uh, pot's going to get hot, the, pot, the lid's going to get hot. So you want to go ahead and you want to take that and make sure you can pick it up from it. The metal ones at Academy are fine. I've got two or three of those. Uh, and while you're at Academy, and, and a lot of this stuff that you can buy, Academy, uh, your sports stores, Walmart, your local grocery store will have these things. Just look for them all around there. Uh, so after the paddle, what you want to get is a serving scoop or a jug or anything to serve the crawfish. I like those metal serving scoops you get. You might see them in an ice machine. Once again, at Academy, they're there. Uh, aluminum foils, some some pans, things like that that you can have everything else around. Uh those are the other items. Uh, and then you want to get you a couple of ice chests. Now, you don't have to go buy you a Yeti for this. Calm down, boys. If you want to, you can, but it's going to be a bitch to handle. So go get you an old, cheap ice chest. Even better, if you can find it, is a, a, the wash tubs are really good. And I'm going to get into this, and I know you Aggies are going to say, we have research done, but we're going to talk about this in a little bit. You want to get, uh, if you can, find you a laundry basket that has tiny holes in it. Usually a round one that will fit in those tubs. And that's for washing and purging your crawfish. Okay, I know A&M came out with a report that's saying that purging your crawfish does nothing to them. I got nothing against A&M. If I want to know about deer and horses and everything like that, fine. I will go to A&M. If I want to know about my wife, I will go to A&M also because she's an Aggie and gig. I'm tall, y'all. When it comes to crawfish, do this. Take this extra step, and I'm going to break this down for you right now. 
take all the crawfish out the sack. Put them in your ice chest. Put them in your net if you got a champagne bucket. If you know what a champagne bucket is, it's the crawfish. It's the old oyster buckets that they used to use. And you're going to want to soak and wash the crawfish first of all. Get all the mud, get all the grass, pull all that out. You don't want to, you're spending a bunch of money on a crawfish bowl. Clean the crawfish. Nothing worse than going to a crawfish bowl and there's dirt and there's leaves and there's grass and everything from that. And if you go and get your crawfish from a reputable place like I do, the washing takes two rinses. That's it. They're mud bugs. They've been living in the mud. If especially if you if you get the selects, you don't really have a problem with that. But if you get a field run, you're going to have mud on there. You don't want to just leave that in there. That ruins it all. Wash those crawfish out real good. Take it, cover them with water, scoop them around, take your serving scoop, take your paddle, swish them around, dump that water out. Make sure you got a good place to do this too. I'm going to back up a second. Uh, do it in your driveway. Do it somewhere where you have access to you could dump all the water and things like that. I don't suggest going dump water in a, a lake or a pond in a neighborhood. Uh, down a drain, things like that are fine. But don't do it. In, you could do it in your yard, but it'll kill everything. So, back to where I was before. So go ahead. Clean your crawfish off. Make sure that water, it'll be brown. Dump it out. Take your crawfish. Rinse them down again <clears throat> until that water is nice and clear after you've done that take you some morton salt and throw that all over the crawfish and stir them around and let them sit in that for a while i know they say it doesn't get the poop out of them but let me tell you it makes them nice it gets the poop out so you got your crawfish sitting on the side They've been clean. This is a perfect time if you've got little kids around and let them play with the crawfish and hold them and look at them and talk about them, and, and it's great. Uh, the one I did most recently, we had about 10 kids around all playing with a crawfish. They each got to hold one and play it and name it, and then they sacrificed it to the whole dinner, and it was fun. They had a blast. <laughs> it's always fun to see the little kids who will pick up a crawfish, who won't, and there's always going to be one running away. You put on the ground and watch it, see how far it can get. So, now what you want to do is you want to start getting your water ready. So, you take your pot and you put it on top of your rocket burner, your jet burner. You turn your propane on. Now, here's where setup is key. If you buy a setup, I'm going to highly recommend you get one with a fixed pressure regulator at about 20 PSI. Now, we're not even going to talk about the big king cookers that's got three of them. Those things have a big design flaw. Depending on how this goes, we might talk about it at the end. So what I want to do is I want to fill my pot up about a little over halfway. Not all the way to the top. If you've been cooking for a while, you look at a, look at a crawfish boiling pot when you go to one and look at on the inside rim. There should be a water line mark that tells you where to fill it up at. Go a little bit above halfway, not more than three quarters, not three quarters, just a little over halfway. Put your water and start getting it going. Okay? Now, I'm going to give to y'all my recipe that I use. And I use this recipe and I've perfected it over years. And I love this recipe. It's real simple. It's real easy to do. 
And here's the things that you're going to want to get. You're going to want to get all your fixings, your potatoes, your corn, your sausage, some garlic, onions, lemons, some mushrooms, all those things. Now, if you're one of these people, like like my boy Jared, who likes to throw in oranges and carrots, that's fine. If you want to throw okra in there, that's fine. If you want to throw uh, Brussels sprouts, asparagus sauce, that's fine. Remember this, though. Potatoes are going to take the longest. They go in first. Then your crawfish. Well, let me back up a second. Your potatoes are going to go in first when cooking. Let's get to how you were going to flavor your water now. And this is key. You want to make this water very spicy, very seasoned. I don't want to use the term spicy because I want your crawfish to have a very good seasoning and flavor to them. I don't want them to be so spicy that people can't eat them. So here's my recipe. And and this varies for everyone. I like to get, here's what I buy. I buy Tony Sachery's Pro Boil, the powder. I get about two jugs of those. If, and this is for about 100 pounds of crawfish, okay? If you're just boiling a sack, cut this down to one of each. Then I get the liquid pro boil. And the liquid pro boil, I will buy more of those. Because I like to use the liquid side because I find when I get my water set, the crawfish will suck in that, that liquid a little faster. And it gives it a good seasoning to it. The pro boil, so I'll do maybe two to one liquid to powder what i'll also add there i had a big thing of cayenne pepper so i'll get the little cheap bottles of cayenne pepper i throw that in there if you want to also substitute for something like tony sasheries or slap your mama or any of them that's fine look guys they got a lot of different uh manufacturers and producers of crawfish boil mix me i like tony sasheries that's what i grew up on uh, I've tried slap your mamas. I've tried the low sodium stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna steer you away from low sodium stuff because, and, and I'll break that down in a second. The reason is you want this water salty. And when I break down my good old boy scientific Doctor Buster's approach to boiling crawfish, I hope you understand it. And I'm gonna tell you why you don't do the other things. So remember, liquid pro boil. The uh, powder pro boil, cayenne pepper, Tony Sachery's, or any of those. And then Tabasco. I like Tabasco. If you want to use Chula, you can use Chula. But I like to take a thing of Tabasco and put it in there. I just like the flavor of it. Now, also what you want to include in there is your lemons. So get you a bag of lemons, cut them up, squeeze them, put them in there, dump the onions, dump the lemons in there also. I like to get all my liquids in first and then do my powders and stuff like that. Remember, if you put too much of the powder, it won't all dissolve in the water. That's why I like to use a lot of liquid pro boil or the liquid concentrates and things like that. Because I find it, it just there's a better mixing ratio in there. So once you've got all these things in there. And I'm going to put all this in the show notes. I'm going to give this away to y'all. The one thing I want to do, I want to give this away. I want y'all to have a great crawfish bowl. 
So the whole time you're doing this, remember, your crawfish are there soaking in the salt water. That's okay. I know they're fresh water. Salt water ain't going to do them too, too much harm in the meantime. Now here's where my next trick comes in. Two things else you want to get. You want to get you a, a thing of mustard. Doesn't have to be a big one. Maybe one or two. And you want to put the mustard in the water. And then the next thing you do is you get you a pack of butter, sticks of butter, salted butter. And you're going to want to put those in there and melt it and use your paddle or as the Cajuns say, a pagai and you mix all that together. Here's why I put mustard and butter in. If you get your crawfish, and remember, these have been at a, a fish market. They've been all over. They've tried, If they have any kind of a bad smell to them, like they've been stacked up next to fish or anything like that, the mustard will kill the fish smell. And it also gives a, a good little taste to it. I like mustard, so. It's the same way if you're frying fish. You do it in mustard. Mustard kills that fish taste and the fish smell. If you've ever eaten bad crawfish, th this is a fix to it. And then the butter. Now, if you want your crawfish to peel very easily, put a little extra butter. Put six sticks, eight sticks. But butter is key for this. Butter will help your crawfish just pop out the tails. Those are my two little tricks right there. So once you get all that in there, and it's going. And this is real simple. There's not a lot. There, there's only a few ingredients to this. After you have all of that in and going, here's what you're going to want to do next. One, drop your potatoes in first. Your potatoes take the longest to boil. So you want to have that. If your water's not rolling yet and boiling, great. Put the potatoes in there. You're not going to hurt them. You can put your garlic you can put your onions in there. That's okay. What you do not want to do at this point is put your mushrooms and your corn. Have you ever had the corn and mushrooms and they were just so hot? Here's the thing. If you've got, get your water really, 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 really spicy. Throw in a lot of that liquid pro boil. Throw in a lot of that Tabasco and cayenne and all that stuff. Get your water spicy. And I'll tell you on the back end why you want to do that. So throw in your potatoes. Throw in your sausage. Take your crawfish and dump your crawfish whenever the water gets to a nice rolling boil. And when I say a rolling boil, that means it's boiling. It's steaming. You can The smell's in the air. People pass by and it clears their sinus up. You smell this. It's great. A, a kunas facial is what we call it. You just pick your, put your head a little bit over and it clears everything. Your pores open up. You look beautiful. You, people are so amazed at everything you're doing. Uh, it, it's just my way of saying that. So put your potatoes, then put your crawfish, then put your sausage, then put your garlic, put all your other stuff in there, except the mushrooms and except the corn. Right before you're getting ready to put the lid back on and get those crawfish boiling again, throw your mushrooms in. Hold off on the corn. Corn absorbs quickly. Remember, this is nice salty water. Put a little bit of Morton salt in the water too. If you, if you, uh, just be smart about it. 
is the best way I can explain it. That's what was told to me. I'm going to tell you all the same thing. So you do all that. You take it. You throw it in. You put the lid. You cover it. Set a timer for about five minutes. Go drink your beer. Talk to your friends. Or you can make a little bit of the Buster's Kunas cocktail sauce. I'll give you that recipe too. I've been giving it all the way to the, to you because I care about y'all. I want y'all to have a good crawfish boil. So after five minutes, here's what you're going to do. You're going to take your corn now and throw it in there. And at this point is when you start getting the flavor. As soon as you cut the gas off and the fire goes out and that water starts cooling, this is when the crawfish start getting their seasoning. Now, why is it important? Because for the water to be salty. Here's why. If you have your water set to where it's got a good liquid flavoring to it, a good liquid seasoning, and that water's cooling, think about it this way. All the crawfish are being cooked. They're boiling. So any pressure on the inside, any liquid is being pushed out of their systems. These are bugs. These are hard shells. How do you get the flavor into them? You need to cool them down. And when you cool them down, they will begin to suck in all this water and goodness and graciousness from God himself into their systems. And the saltier, the more salt you have, the more likely it is for the cellular structure of this to absorb all of the goodness in the pot. Y'all following me now? This is the critical moment. I know I've seen people who have taken ice blocks or bags of ice and thrown them in there. You can do that fine, but realize that you're diluting everything that you're doing. If you get your water really spicy, you don't need to do that. And what you're going to do is you're going to let everything sit for about 10 to 15 minutes. Cook them fast, really seasoned water. You got your mustard, you got your butter, you got your salt, you got your liquid pro bowl, you got your Tabasco. Let's go. You got everything like that. And that's when the flavor starts getting drawn in to the crawfish. And if you do this right and you listen to no listen to Nong B, Uncle Buster, your crawfish will come out so flavorful. Now, fifteen minutes goes by. Make sure in every five minutes, just take and stir the stir all the crawfish up. You want to get the ones at the bottom up to the top, the ones at the top down at the bottom. You want to stir them all around. They should be looking beautifully beautiful red, a nice red color, everything. Pull out a potato, make sure that it's soft enough. But try a couple of them and see. They should be peeling good. And this is after 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. 10 minutes, check them. And your flavor should be there. Give them a try, peel them, go for it. Now, if you follow my recipe, here's what will happen. You'll begin to, you'll eat one and you'll say, oh, that's got a good seasoning. And you'll eat two and it's like, man, it's... It builds and it builds and it's built. And you should only, the only flavor you should get from crawfish should be in the back of your throat and on your tongue. If you are, if your hands and your lips are burning, you're done messed up. 
I'm going to say that. I'm going to call y'all out on that. Because eating crawfish should be a nice, fun experience. Your hand shouldn't be burning. Your, your mouth and lips and all should not be burning. I'm going to tell y'all in a second where all y'all mess up at. And these restaurants do this. And I see y'all doing this also. And it's the worst thing that you could ever do. So once you try your crawfish and they've got that seasoning to it and it's got that spice, go ahead and pull them out and let them sit for a second. Let all that water drain out. Pick them up out the out the basket. Put them a little cattywonkered on there. Go ahead, do that. Let it all drain. And then if you want, either put it on the table or put it in an ice chest and let everybody you know, start eating. What you do not do, do not under any circumstances take a thing a crab bowl or liquid bowl or anything like that and start crop dusting the hell out of it and spraying it all over the outside of it you don't eat the outside of the shell that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard and i've seen restaurants do this i went to a restaurant one time where the guy's boiling crawfish and he dropped the crawfish in he boiled he pulled them out put them in a, a silver bowl covered them with some liquid stuff and shook them up and put them on a pan. You don't eat the outside of the crawfish. You don't eat the shells. You can suck the head and you eat the crawfish in the meat on the inside and the and you can eat the claws if they're big enough, but you don't eat the outside. Why go and put powder on the outside? If your crawfish come out feeling like sandpaper, you done messed up, A.A. Ron guys and if you're a lady listening to that hey ladies don't do that that is the dumbest shit you can do that will ruin a crawfish bowl because what happens in oh let's just take a bunch of uh stuff with cayenne pepper and all and let's put it on the outside that people are trying to peel to get through to get to the meat in the crawfish and now their hands are burning then you got to be like someone who wears gloves to pull bowl to a crawfish bowl to eat. Who wants to be that person? I know that person. Trust me. Except when they come to mind. You don't get that from my crawfish bowl. Don't ever say you're steaming them afterwards. You're not steaming them. You're just dumping cayenne pepper on the outside. And when people go to, if they're biting it off, it's getting on their lips and it's not fun. It's not cool. Stop that. That is the thing I'd love to have a movement. Stop crop dusting crawfish. You don't need to do it. It's not going to suck it all in. No, the time to suck it all in was when it was cooling down in the water in your pot. That's how you do that. That's how you get the crawfish to get spicy. Make your water spicier. Let them soak a little while longer. If the if everything's turning to mush, make that water a lot spicier. Put in some more liquid bowl. Put in some more Tabasco. Put in some more salt and get that going. That's what you need to do. That's how you get your water for the crawfish to be spicier, more seasoned. That's what you do. You don't throw powder on the outside of it. And I swear to God, if I'm ever at a crawfish bowl and I see that shit happening, I don't eat it. I tell them I already ate, but I don't say this. Now that it's out. So if I show up at your crawfish bowl and you do that, I ain't eating. I appreciate the invite. I'll bring some beer. So, but I'm not going to do that. So remember, stop with the crop dusting. 
Don't do that shit. All right? Okay. So let's move on. So you got your crawfish out. You got all your fixings. You got everything. You're having a good time. Put on some chanka chank music, some some Zydeco. I personally would like to play a little Wayne Toops whenever I do this. Uh, I will play some Keith Frank. I will just Zydeco music. I love it. It's a great party music. Uh, I, I grew up doing that. So you've got all that done. You've poured it all out. But you want to be, if you're like me, you like to have something a little extra to go with. Now, here is Uncle Buster's, Nonk B's, Kunas cocktail sauce. You're going to make this as a dip for your potatoes, your corn. You can put your crawfish in it too. That's fine. Here's what you do. Get you a jar of mayonnaise, a jar of ketchup, and a jar of mustard it may be looking like the cane sauce it's similar here's my version of it i've been doing this for a long time my dad taught me how to do this i do this you're going to want to mix all that in a bowl then what you're going to want to add is a little bit of tabasco a little bit of tony sacheries some uh a little bit of Worcester sauce and horseradish. Mix all of that together. And this is all for taste. You don't have to, you can make it more, more mustardy, more ketchupy, more mayo-y. But take all that and mix it together. And it should come out like a light, a light orange, like cane sauce or Zagsby sauce or whatever it is. But that's it. Uh, Mix all that together and then serve that as a bowl to dip the potatoes, the corn, the sausage, and all in on the side. It's just a little something extra. That's the way I do it. You don't have to. You don't have to do it as long as you're not crop dusting. We cool. So, that is my very simple way to boil crawfish, my science behind it, and the way I like to do it. I will usually do about three batches. The first one will come out, and that's good. The second batch, I'll uh, I'll add a little more seasoning and doing something. And I'll try and get that one a little more seasoned. Maybe get a little more kick to it. But by the third batch, that's where I've got it right. Always be willing to add a little more, add a little more, add a little more. I have heard... Uh, theory behind using too many lemons, making your hands and all burn, but I've never experienced that. I like to put a lot of lemons in mine. I think it gets the water a little more acidic, a little more salty, and that helps with the absorption rate of crawfish to seasoning. So, uh, th- that's how you do it. That's real simple. You don't need to steam them. And, and look, Everybody does it different. That's fine. As long as you ain't crop dusting, we cool. If you want to steam, like steam your crawfish, then put them in a water to soak. I've heard that about people who have won championships on that. That's fine. That's great. I don't need to compete. I know I'm the best. And no, I ain't positive. I'm definite. Uh, shout out to Wheezy. You know, I've, I've boiled a lot of crawfish in my life and done all that. And I like to think I've got a very good good recipe and a good entertainment but it's all about having a fun it's all about getting the people together you want to have fun if you're married have you invite friends 
to a crawfish bowl and then have your wife invite friends to a crawfish bowl. So you got your buddies, all this other stuff, invite them and their wives and then have your wife invite her friends and their husbands and then bring them all together. That always makes a fun time and then invite your friends that y'all both hang out with. It's always a good time. I recently had one at my house and I got to say it was probably top two crawfish bowls I've ever done and I, we had a blast. So now there's always a little lanyap. So I'm going to give you two things you can also do afterwards when you're done with crawfish for a little bit extra. When you're at the store getting all your groceries, grab you a pork loin. And after you're done cooking and the water's cooling down, throw that pork loin in after the last batch. And you wait about an hour. And you pull that pork loin out and it will be so good and seasoned and it'll be cooked just right. You know, just throw it down at the bottom of that water. That's one. And two, when that was recently done, and if you were playing, uh, if you remember Dale Mills, Uncle Dale, he uh, did a live stream of this. We got the video. We're going to remix it, chop and screw it up. And uh, we had my boy AJ over here and Lou and a couple other people out here. And uh, we heard about poached eggs in your crawfish water. Now, here's how you get this done right. You want to bring your water, get you a dozen eggs. Get you two dozen. I'd get me it. I'd get the five dozen one you get for $8. You get your water back boiling with all the seasoning and everything in there. And what you do when your water gets boiling, stir it. Counterclockwise, clockwise, doesn't matter. Just stir it so that the water's spinning a little bit. And what you're going to do is you're going to take the egg and you're going to crack it and drop it in the water. All the white stuff's going to go away, but that the yellow yolk is going to like flash poach. They flash poach it. And you don't want to keep stirring it because you want that water to kind of sell. What happens after a while though, that egg will pop to the top. And let me tell you, that should be a delicacy in any restaurant. It is so good. It is amazing. Gotta say, it might be top five things I've ever eaten. Of course, I cooked it myself. We had a blast doing it. My wife the next morning was like, where's all the eggs? I'm like, we cooked them last night. We eaten cereal today. I'll make pancakes. Or you can make... Uh, we're going to talk about that in a second, too. So... Now I hear people say, so that's that's two things you can do extra at the end of the diet and have uh, a pork loin or eggs or anything like that. Throw it in there. It'll cook up. It'll be good. So let's say now you're not cooking crawfish, but you're going to a crawfish bowl. Let's talk etiquette. What do you do when you go to a crawfish bowl? One, always bring some beer or whiskey or vodka. Bring a little bit extra to have there. If somebody's going to be cooking crawfish, find out what they like and bring them that. Or just bring something in. Bring something interesting. If you make really good cookies, bring them cookies. If you make a really good dip, bring that dip. Uh, You got kids, bring some juice boxes. Bring something. Don't show up empty-handed. That's not the right thing to do. Uh, The other thing that I highly recommend, bring ice. Bring a bag of ice. 
uh, you're going somewhere, just you bring all bring your stuff, but bring a bag of ice so that, you know, because you can always use extra ice. It always happens. It always helps. Ice is a really great thing to bring. Uh, beer and whiskey and all that too is great. Bring that, but just, hey, thank you for cooking and your dessert or anything like that. If you make a good nanner pudding, you better bring that nanner pudding. Uh, that's my recommendation any which way. Now, I know I want to talk to you all about one more thing about this. Uh, and, and I'm not going to tell you how to clean everything out. Just go dump the water in a storm drain or something like that, or make sure you got a place to get rid of it. But clean all your stuff that night. Don't get too cassade. If you're going to drink a bunch of beers, do it early, cook, then you go get cassade and drink your beers and stuff like that. That, it, trust me, you don't want to be drunk trying to or hungover trying to clean a crawfish pot the next day. It just doesn't work. So, uh, that's the down and dirty of it. I'm a crawfish bull. Now, if you're like me, have you a good outfit to go to? I like to wear overalls and white shrimper boots when I boil crawfish because, well, let me tell you this. I don't like that water getting on my feet and my overalls are pretty comfortable and I have pockets everywhere for stuff. Uh, another thing that's not on my list, but I want to add, get you a good rag, two of them. One that you know you can wipe your hands on if they're covered with seasoning and stuff and one, a clean one. What you don't want, a, a sweat rag or something like that. What you don't want to do is wipe your forehead with the same towel that you've been wiping your dirty hands on. Because what's going to happen next is you're going to be burning. And the only way to stop that is with either some milk or if your wife's got the essential oils, get the coconut oil and use that. That'll stop the burning right away. Don't use water. That just spreads it. So, as I said, crawfish bowls are a great thing. They're a good time. I like to wait until after Easter for mine because the price drops because, hey, got to be thrifty nowadays. So, as I said. You know, crawfish bowls are a great thing. Uh, if right now I'm dropping this and Easter's coming up in the next couple of days, if you've gone through Lent and you have given up something or done something to try and be better, uh, congratulations, it's almost over myself. I gave up drinking alcohol uh, for this time. I had not done it in a long time. Not that there's a problem or anything. I enjoy a great cocktail. I like having a couple of beers. Uh, call me a Kavanaugh. I like beers. I like cocktails, all that. But I just wanted to do it, and I've enjoyed it, and I don't know yet if I'm going to go back to drinking, to be honest with you all. I, uh, I've i had too many times. I've had <laughs> celebrated my wife's birthday. I've done crawfish bowls. I've had parties. I've played golf. I've done everything, and hasn't really affected me that much. So, But that's just my little thing on the end. If you've... Uh, if you've given up something, congratulations. It's almost done. Can't wait for you to go back and do it. So, in the meantime, y'all, if you've got a question about crawfish bowls or setting it up or doing it, shoot me a message, drop me a DM, all that stuff. I'll be glad to answer any questions for you. I'll put, uh, I'll try and put as much information in the show notes as possible so that you have this when you go to do yours. And... Guys, that's kind of all I got for right now. Easter's coming up. I hope y'all have a happy Easter. I hope you uh, hope your kids find a lot of candy and get hypered up and then pass out. So, and just want to say I appreciate everyone. 
I appreciate y'all listening and all the support I've gotten and people saying they've heard the shows and the feedback I'm getting and the people that are putting um the people that are getting put together from this uh it, it's really something I'm enjoying and has my thought process expanding uh I've introduced a lot of people who have been on the show to one another or people who said, hey, I'd like to meet that person. Well, here's their number. There you go. And I like where this is going. I like the community it's building. As I said, I don't have any sponsors. If anything, I'll give it away. Maybe I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to do it at the end so that you listen. Before I sign off, I'll give you my recommendations of places. The, the good old boy endorsement, seal of approval. Maybe I can get a little sticker for them or something uh, once again everybody uh, if you're in the League City, Texas area here's my places I go to you need a haircut, go get your haircut at Lou's Barbershop if you're in the oil and gas industry and you're looking for a job go check out my people over at Dana Industrial AJ uh, Garcia's company they're hiring a bunch of people they're looking for people if you uh, need any kind of welding or fabrication work done go see my boy AJ Bosarge at AJ's Custom Fab. He's a great guy, a great guy, really skilled uh, welder and fabricator. If you're like me and you get to the point where you don't want to mess with your lawn anymore and fertilize and do all that stuff, call my boy AJ, hippie with a haircut, hippie fertilizing. He'll take care of you. He'll he'll do that also. When you're going to get crawfish, go get crawfish from Rosie's in Kima. Go show them, tell them, uh, tell them Uncle Buster sent you. And let them know that, you know, you came to boil crawfish his way. Um, trying to think who are my other people that came. Uh, if you're, man, if you need somebody, call me. I'll put you in contact with somebody. Like I said, always I know a guy. And as always, everybody, happy Easter. Thank you all for listening. Uh, please, if you can, go find us on your uh, podcast player and like and subscribe us to us. And uh, give us a rating. I'd Give me a five. Come on. Uh, hopefully this is entertaining for y'all. And share this with your friends. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you can, send me an old boy. That That's what I'm going to ask. I'm going to say, hey, please share this with people as a form of payment towards me for helping me with this. And then if you're an old boy and you want to come on this show and you've got a great, great thing going or you know somebody, put me in contact with them and let me know. Uh, cause I'd love to get some moral boys. I've got a list of people coming in, but this is just one I wanted to drop, uh, right ahead of the crawfish season or in the middle of it. So go ahead, get that done. As always, thank y'all for the support. Love y'all. Say hi to your mom and him for me. <laughs>